Welcome to the Career Expresso podcast. I'm Amanda, career and leadership coach and founder of Amanda Owen Mean Consulting. It's my mission to help women navigate the workplace with clarity and confidence so they can get the careers they truly deserve. In each weekly episode, I'll be sharing actionable tools and strategies to help you be more successful and tackle some of those tough workplace topics. Whether you're early on in your career, returning from a break or stepping into your first leadership role, I'm here to help you take control of your career. Quite simply, it's work and careers done your way in the same time it takes to drink your morning coffee. Let's jump right in and get to work on the career you know you deserve. Welcome to episode 11 of Career Expresso. Today, I'm looking at how you can enjoy your well-deserved time away from work this summer, whether that's getting away from it all in a brand new location or enjoying a staycation. I'll be covering how to avoid working twice as hard before you go, stressing about work whilst you're away and dreading that first day back. Not to mention why taking a break in the first place is so very crucial for your well-being, productivity and developing your career. Ping! It's the sound of your email, Teams or Slack interrupting what's supposed to be that relaxing break from work. It's a catch-22 that millions of us face every year. You plan a holiday, you've been looking forward to it for ages, you want to relax, rejuvenate and forget all about the stresses of work. But being out of the office means cramming in extra work before you go and making up for lost time once you return. Whilst you know that you probably shouldn't respond to that incoming message from the office, just can't help taking a little peek. Maybe it's super important. So you decide to answer and the next thing you know, you're spending that precious time off back on the clock. So perhaps it's little surprise that a study in the Netherlands found that those taking a holiday are no happier than those who've stayed at work after a break. What's that about? A different survey also found that taking time off was a source of real anxiety, even though paid holiday is a benefit that's quite rightly earned. This was a quote from that particular survey. In the past two weeks, I've worked 24 extra hours at least, said one respondent who was preparing to take time away. Another who just returned from holiday expressed the mirror image problem. I have felt so very stressed about the amount of time that it's taking me to catch up. Not good. This reflects concerns that I've heard as a career coach too. I find I'm regularly speaking to clients when they are at their most stressed, which all too often comes just before and after they're taking leave. Over time, by working with clients and coming up with strategies for myself too, I've pinpointed crucial steps that will help you minimize that stress whilst maximizing your productivity. In short, it's all about what you can do before, during and after your leave to ensure that the experience is the great one that you should deserve and expect. The aim here is to ensure that you can switch off, stop worrying about work and enjoy your hard-earned break. But why can it feel so hard to take a break? Well, setting firm work-life boundaries has become increasingly difficult in today's 24-7 world. It's all too easy to use that technology that helps us be in constant touch with work stuff to our detriment. Plus, an increase in working from home and all the benefits it brings can mean those boundaries are looser than ever before. And let's face it, a pattern of toxic productivity can be really hard to break. You may think you're being great and you're multitasking and being efficient when you use your downtime to get ahead. Or maybe you're convinced that your team won't be able to cope without you there. Or that there was so much to do before you went on leave, you felt obliged to finish those last little bits once you'd started your break. 
Turning your brain onto out-of-office mode is often easier said than done. I get it. So I'm going to take you through some practical tips that will help you prepare and enjoy that well-deserved break and you'll come back refreshed. Let's jump right in. So let's start off. This is the bit before you go on leave. Much of the groundwork for a lower stress return from vacation happens before you ever leave the office. So don't skimp on this bit. So here we go. You need to prioritise and you've got to be ruthless about it. A few weeks before your holiday, make a list of the tasks that absolutely have to be done before you go. And think about what needs to be on that list. We're not talking a huge list here. Maybe show that list to your manager and get some of their feedback too, if it helps. Then use this mutually agreed list to set priorities and plan your work for each day. Other tasks and opportunities are going to pop up. It's going to happen. But unless they're essential, keep that focus on your list. If you don't stick to your priorities, your tasks and your stress are only going to start piling up. This is also a great time to get better at saying no in an effective way, which I'll be covering in a future episode. Notice that I said the prep starts a few weeks before. Don't wait until a couple of days before you're about to leave the office to do this. If you are taking a week off, start at least two weeks earlier. If you're taking two weeks off, maybe start prioritising a month before you go. The key here is to leave enough time so it doesn't feel stressful at the last minute. Being that last minute person isn't going to cut it here. Then you need to put the word out. You need to make sure that your boss, your colleagues and your clients know the dates when you'll be gone. Tell them you plan to completely unplug during your break. This helps put the onus on them to bring you anything essential before you go. You can even put the dates of your upcoming break in your email signature into the run up before you leave. So that way it's a reminder that you'll be away soon. Some people worry that being out of reach will damage work relationships. But I've found consistently that the opposite is actually true. Committing to taking your leave as thoroughly as you would commit to doing your work sends an important message. And even more so if you lead staff who might also worry about taking time off. So you really need to build in now a full handover. So in most businesses, someone can handle certain tasks that might pop up while you're away, or at the very least, they can explain that you will handle them when you're coming back and they'll let people know when that's going to be. Figure out who can best handle each part of your job. It's likely it's not going to be one person that could do it all. And ask that person if they can cover for you while you're away. Maybe offer to return the favour when the time comes for them to take a break too. Send them a follow-up email thanking them for your help and include any information they might need to cover for you. Let your boss know who will be handling what part of your job whilst you're gone. It might sound like overkill, but knowing that you've got someone capable in place to handle this can go a long way towards relieving your own stress. And it will also help ensure your colleagues feel genuinely responsible for covering those tasks while you're out. That means less work to return to when you're back too. Not to mention a great development opportunity for someone who might be keen to get a better understanding of your role and what you do. So it's helping them too. maximize your out of office. So consider how you might customize the message you put on before you go. So there's less work to return to. For example, you might say that you won't be responding to emails received whilst you're on leave and maybe encourage your emailers to send the message again after you return if it's urgent or still relevant. If you can, you might want your out of office message to tell clients and others that you'll be back and available on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, say, even if you're actually back on a Monday. 
Block out your calendar that first day back so you aren't inundated and swamped with meetings and feeling that you need to log back on during the last day of your break to try and get ahead. And also make all of this stuff easy to replicate. So whilst this might seem like a lot of extra work before you go on leave, try to think of it as laying the groundwork for future breaks you're going to take. Wherever you can make templates so you can easily replicate handover documents, emails, out-of-office messages next time, you're going to be investing. So you won't need to put as much work into doing this next time you want to take a break. It's about being able to have things that you can repeat and reuse. Now, during your break. That study we talked about earlier on Dutch holiday takers found that there is a subset of people who do feel better after their time away. And these are people that have had very relaxed trips. Your trip is a chance to really recharge. Make sure you make the most of it. This is how you can try and do it. So set an intention. We can really be goal orientated at work. So try applying that same skill to your leave. Decide that you will focus on feeling more joyful, energised or calm. Set an intention to take what you need from your break. So whether you're flying off overseas or staying at home, set the intention and actually make it a time when you properly unplug. So you've made the decision to leave work fully behind. Your mind and body are much more likely to achieve the kind of relaxation you deserve if you're intentional about this. Limiting your use of technology in general makes it more likely that you'll enjoy and appreciate your time off. How often have you picked up your phone or laptop just to take a look at it and then noticed an hour or more has suddenly slipped by? Ideally, you've got a work phone and you can switch it off, leave it behind, do whatever you need to do. If you are using your own phone, however, I would probably delete any apps or inboxes off that phone that are going to make disconnecting a big challenge. So you can just delete them for that period whilst you're away. And if you really can't bear to hit the delete button, at least ensure that all notifications are silenced from these apps as a minimum. The last thing you want is to hear that triggering ping or see the dreaded red dot. Immerse yourself. So whilst you're away, try and get out, take walks in nature, notice the sounds, smell the fresh air, swim in a lake, go to a spa, read a book that you've been looking forward to finishing off. I know this can sound easier than it actually is. This is why I recommend planning some of these activities in advance and ensuring that you've got at least a few moments entirely to yourself when you're on leave. So now comes the part when you're preparing to go back to work. So if you've laid the groundwork before your holiday and thoroughly enjoyed your time away, you're already most of the way to having a less stressful return. But even if you didn't manage to prioritise or prepare before your trip, maybe even if the trip itself turned into a less than ideal situation with delayed flights or bad weather and hotels that weren't up to scratch, there are still things you can do now to make your return that bit less frenzied. So make a plan. You don't have to arrive at work, plug back in, have tasks come cascading onto you and try and handle everything immediately the minute you walk back through the door. Take the first 30 minutes of your return to make a list of priorities. You can do this before you even start logging in and check your inbox. We often have a broader perspective after a few days or maybe weeks away, giving yourself time to piece through what's on your plate and designing an act of strategy can go a long way towards increasing productivity and decreasing your stress. And even if the plan before you left came off, your calendar will avoid you getting dragged into meetings on your first day back. The last thing you want to do. Reset priorities. So your most important tasks that you were thinking about before you went away may not match those from before your break. Check in briefly with the key people on your first day back to discuss what you missed and what needs urgently doing. 
thank anyone who covered for you and ask them what they need from you now. So if you feel you have to read the emails that came in whilst you were away, do it strategically. So start by scanning your inbox for key names like your boss or maybe the title of a big project and read those first. Then search through for emails where maybe you're copied in and mark those as read or delete them without needing to look at them again. They're probably not necessary. Don't forget to check in with yourself. So as you get back into work, ask if you're still fulfilling the intentions that you set from your break. Am I feeling more energised or calm? Take moments to remember some of the best bits of your leave and use those to guide yourself towards that intention. When you do this, you'll start to notice and counteract some of the stress that could set in. You'll remind yourself that your batteries are recharged and that you are up to the task. Ultimately, it's up to you how you want to spend your time off. It's your choice. The most important step is reflecting on why you are taking a break from work. Did you decide to have a week off because your job was taking away that family time that you were missing? Did your trip to somewhere new and a much needed change? Did you need to really unplug and relax from maybe work-related stress? Regardless of the reason, that you chose to take that break in the first place. That's exactly what you should do as best as you can. Enjoy your break to the full instead of fixating on that upcoming meeting or your building inbox. After all, it's called time off for a reason. You deserve a restorative holiday. You've earned it. What you don't need or deserve is additional stress for taking a break from work. So as ever, I'd like to leave you with this week's career coaching question. Breaks from work can be an ideal time to step back from the constant sense of busy where it can be all too easy to lose sight of what you need and your own self-care. Think about this like your phone battery. You probably wouldn't wait until your phone battery was at 0% to stick it on recharge and you should be just the same. You may have heard of the phrase filling your cup. This is all about taking care of yourself and doing things to recharge your batteries so you can tackle what work and life sends your way. You can't be expected to give to others and your career. This is likened to pouring from an empty cup. There's nothing left to give. So I'd like to invite you to take time over the summer to ask yourself, what can I do that will fill my cup? And also, what things drain my cup? Start by asking yourself these questions and write down the small things you can begin doing that will restore your energy and focus. I'd love to know how you get on. And if you want to use August to learn some new skills to support your development, take a look at my free career summer school. It's 30 minutes every week with 16 lessons in total that will change the way you think about your development. I'll pop a link in the show notes so you can sign up. That's everything for today's episode. And thank you for listening to Career Expresso. Thanks for listening to the Career Expresso podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts. It really helps my show to grow, not to mention giving feedback to make future episodes more useful to you. And don't forget to share the show details with your friends and colleagues. As ever, you can reach me on Instagram, LinkedIn, by email and at amandaroemian.com. All of the details are in the show notes. I'd love to know what your biggest takeaway has been from today's episode too. And if you want to take control of your career and maybe you're not sure how to get started, why not subscribe to my weekly Work Your Way newsletter? It lands in your inbox every Thursday lunchtime and shares careers and workplace tips that you can implement with ease. It's also the place where I preview new learnings, resources and everything that will help you get your career back on track. Find the sign-up link in the show notes too. See you next week for a new episode of Career Expresso. Bye for now.